Welcome to the Ideas That Change the World podcast with Rabbi Manus Friedman, where we make sure your life will be changed for the better, one idea at a time. Rabbi Friedman is the number one voice of clarity on moral and social issues. So what are we waiting for? Let's go change the world. If you want to support It's Good to Know and the work of Rabbi Manus Friedman, please visit itsgoodtoknow.org forward slash support to join the community. In this week on Ideas That Change the World, Rabbi Manus Friedman talks about the story of Adam and Eve. You know the story of Adam and Chava, right? That's how the world started. I have a number of questions about the story, because it doesn't make any sense. Adam and Chava were tzaddikim. They didn't have a yetzahara. The Ebershter told them, of all the trees you can eat, but this tree you should not eat. Within an hour, they ate from the tree. Does that make any sense? Is that even possible? They don't have a Yetzirah. They're given one tzivli, one commandment, and within an hour they violate it? Doesn't make sense. I mean, even I wouldn't. I would wait at least till after Shabbos. Within an hour? And what was so special about that tree? Such a big taiva? What was it, a fig tree? Is that bad? Is that an avil? No, but that's what she had taiva for. But that sounds good. Why, why wouldn't... Why? You think the Abisha would want... So that's a question about Odom and Chava. How could they do this? The second question is about the Ebershter. If the Ebershter speaks to somebody, personal, they can turn around and, and do an Aveda after that? But the Ebershter has no effect. When the Ebershter spoke at Har Sinai, everybody died. He spoke to Adam. Adam said, mm, maybe. I'll see. How, did, how is that possible? You don't understand how great Hashem is. Well, if he didn't, then we have no, then we have no chance. Of course, he did. If the Ebershter speaks to you, and they were perfect, and they had no yetsahad, and they were in Gan Eden, what could possibly go wrong? If they're on such a high level, then like we're so low, so Hashem is like so great. If he feels that. He was so high, like Hashem, that he didn't have to listen to Hashem. No. But then why would he want to do something that Debershah doesn't want? Then he should want the same things Debershah wants, because they're buddies. Right? Well, when somebody tells you no, then that just makes you want to do it. That's a Yetzirah. Exactly. They didn't have a Yetzirah. Huh? The, the snake, the was in the Yetzirah? Yes, but the snake was not in them. Then another thing. Debershta said, don't eat from this tree. You remember the rest of the Pasuk? Um, the, uh, the tree is good and bad. Mimenu, ki mimenu, tamus. Because the day you eat from it, you will die. Isn't that a little confusing? Well, maybe they thought that death would bring them to a higher level. 
if they even knew what death meant. The way that they thought of that. So, what does it mean? Don't eat from it, because the day you eat from it, you'll die. There's a day that I will eat from it? Debrisha didn't say, if you eat from it, you'll die. He said, the day you eat from it, you'll die. Oh, so I do eat from it or I don't eat? That's very confusing. Don't eat from it. The day you eat from it, I do eat from it or I don't eat from it? Then another question. They ate from the, from the Eitzadas, and the Ebersh that comes to Adam and says, you ate from the tree I told you not to eat from? What does Adam say? She made me do it. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's got to take more than an hour to become so corrupt <laughs> to blame somebody else. That is so embarrassing. Next question. The Ebershta says, because you ate from this tree, you will have to work hard to make a living. The woman will give birth in pain. There'll be, whoa, whoa, that was not the deal. The deal was, the day you eat from it, you'll die. Now the Abisha said, oh, not only are you going to die, <laughs> but until you die, you're going to have pain and suffering. God, you can't do that. It's not right. There was no hasra. The main question is, what's the point? Why are you telling me this story? <laughs> and it's the first story in Torah. So before you sit down to learn of the 613 mitzvahs that you have, even though you have a Yetzirah, so before you try to be good and do 613 mitzvahs, I just want to tell you, there was Adam and Chava, they didn't have a Yetzirah, they were given one mitzvah and they didn't last an hour. So good luck to you. <laughs> what kind of story is this? It's the most depressing story in the world. Obviously, it happened. But what do you have to tell us? And if you have to tell us, put it in the Gemara. Why does it have to be the first story in the Torah? It seems so strange. So let's understand this a little bit more maturely. Adam and Chava were two neshamis in heaven. And the Ebrishter came to them and said, I want to send you down into the lowest of all worlds and through mitzvahs you'll be able to make that lowest world the holiest world. That'll be your job. They said, fine. They open their eyes. They're in Gan Eden. And the Ebrishta says, of all the trees you can eat, but this tree, don't eat from it. And, and the day you do eat from it... Anyway, they were sitting there totally confused. They didn't understand what's our job here. The Abishah said we should fix it. But all the trees are kosher. They don't need to be fixed. There's one tree that's not kosher that needs to be fixed, but we're not allowed to eat from it. So what are we doing here? What happened to our job? And also, Adam said, what, what is this mixed message? Don't eat from it, do eat from it. So Chava said, it's not a mixed message. It's a choice. 
That's our Bechira. The Bechira is, don't eat from it and live, or eat from it and die. So Adam said, well, then let's not eat from it. And Chava said, the Ebeshter wants us to eat from it. So Adam said, how do you know that? How do you know that? Chava said, you don't, you don't understand? We were told in Shamayim that we're coming down to the lowest world to make it holy. We're not in the lowest world. We're in a world where nobody dies. We're supposed to be in the lowest world. That's a world where people die. So the Ebrishta wants us to eat from the tree and go down into that lower world where people die. Adam said, if the Ebrishta wanted us there, he would have put us there. If he puts us here, then obviously here is where we should be. So Chava said, that's not how the Ebrishta works. He takes you until the last step. But the last step, he wants you to choose. He's not going to force you. You have to volunteer. So he took us till the last step, but now he wants us to volunteer to go down to that lowest world. And there we'll have a lot of work to do. There we'll have a job. There'll be things to fix. And Adam was convinced that she was right. So he ate from the tree. Now the Abishta comes and says... You ate from the tree that I told you not to eat from? How did you know? Which, by the way, not every time the Ebishtah speaks is he angry and about to punish somebody. I don't know why we get that impression. Every time the Ebishtah opens his mouth, that's it, we're in trouble. You ate from the tree I told you not to eat. Who says he said it like that? Why are you making it an angry statement? The Ebishtah came and said, you ate from the tree that I told you not to eat from, how did you know? So being an innocent tzaddik, he said the truth. He said, I didn't know. She knew. And by the way, why did the Abishta ask him, you ate from the tree I told you? Well, obviously. <laughs> what kind of question is that? The Abishta wanted him to appreciate Chava. So he wanted him to say, I didn't know, she knew. Which proves what the Ebrishter said earlier, it's not good if man alone exists. See? If you were alone, you would never eat from the tree. So then the Ebrishter said, Good. Now, let me describe to you what life is like outside Ganeden. You have to work hard to make a living, and you have to give, you give birth in pain, and the snake will be your enemy. Not punishment. Just the way the world is outside of Gan Eden. So now, let's take a look at why we're told this story. First story in Taylor. If you're going to sit down with your, with your child, and you're going to say, come, let me teach you Taylor. The Abish that created the world, and he wants the whole world to be holy. 
your child is going to have one very big question. What happened? Abish that creates a world that it should be holy. Look at this world. What happened? So you say, here's what happened. We had a Zaydeh whose name was Adam. And we had a Babi whose name was Chava. And they sat and talked about what they should do. And they decided that the right thing to do is to come down into a very messed up world to fix it. So here we are in this messed up world, and we should fix it. So don't get frightened. Don't be upset that the world is so messed up. It's our job. How did we get here? Bubby Chava chose that we should be here. Now, here's what they were really talking about. If they didn't eat from the Eitz Hadas, what would their children be? Tzadikim, forever. If they ate from the Eitz Hadas, there's the possibility that the, tzad- that the children will not be Tzadikim, they'll do Averis, and then they'll have to do Tshuva. So the discussion between Adam and Chava was, what's better, to be a Tzadik or to be a Baal Tshuva? Adam said, let's not eat from it, all our children will be Tzadikim, what could be better? Chava said a Balchuva is higher than a tzaddik. So I want my children to be Balchuva. And when she convinced him that the Balchuva is higher than a tzaddik, that's when he agreed to eat. Why didn't you say it like that straight out? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the snake? <laughs> yeah, the snake didn't do anything wrong. He didn't come into the story that Bergman just said. Yeah, he told, he told Chava the truth. That if you go down into that lowest world, you will, you will be closer to the Ebershta. You'll be more like the Ebershta. And she said, that sounds good. That, she she learned, she learned from him? Yes, and he didn't say anything wrong. Why is he considered so hard? Yeah, why is he painted no. as a bad guy if he's not? Why is it called Chet Eitz Why is it a Chet? Because they did what Hashem didn't want them to do. Hashem said don't, and they did. Right. But a Chet means a lower Madrege. When you sin, you go down. They definitely went down, but not through a sin. By, by understanding what the Ebershta wants. So the Ebershta wants us to take on this trouble and this challenge and this ugliness because we can fix it. So it was a giant step down. The question is, did a Yetzirah make them do it? <laughs> they didn't have a Yetzirah. So does that mean that today we can decide that we're going to do an Aveda, but it'll be for a good reason and it'll make the world better? No. Why? Why can't we do that? We're not as smart as other people. <laughs> no. That That's right. Because we do have a Yetzirah. So when you say, no, I'm doing it only to make the world better. Uh, sure. <laughs> it's your Yetzirah talking. But they didn't have a Yetzirah. So they were the only ones who could do that. But the snake commits that. 
No, the snake simply notified them what the what the ugly world is going to be like. And it was true. Everything was true. So why was the snake punished? Well, it wasn't a punishment. It wasn't a punishment. When you leave Gan Eden, you don't have feet if you're a snake. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's the way it is. Outside of Gan Eden, snakes don't have feet. And they don't talk. So the whole story is like, well, fine, dandy, like Hashem's never upset with them? Hashem is actually very impressed. But if Hashem said no, then why should they think otherwise? Because he said yes also. Why the day you eat from it, you'll die. He said, don't eat from it. And then he said, the day you do eat from it. So that's like, don't, but like, if you do. It's the same thing as saying if, because it's like, when. Like, it's not even an if. It's a definite. Someday you're going to eat from it. So it was an option. So it was a choice. Why don't? Why don't you just leave it there? No, because both things are right. Eating from it is a terrible thing. But that's the only way to fix the world. So why does he put them there to begin with? Because, because he wants us to choose it. Willingly. But why would you choose something that Hashem said don't? If Hashem said no, then why would you choose it? Because he said no and he said yes. Now which one are you supposed to follow? Well, it makes more sense to follow no because, like... That makes more sense like not to do it because if you just don't do it, nothing's going to happen. If you do do it, then it might be a consequence. That's why they were so smart. Right. The easier way is to say, hey, I'm not doing nothing. Leave me alone. Uh, I'm not messing around. Uh, They were very smart. They didn't take the easy way. And actually, when the Ebershter asked the Malachim, let's create... Let's make a person. The Malachim said, What? What do you want a person for? They're going to sin. So the Ebishtah said, They're a lot smarter than you. How did he prove that they're smarter than the Malachim? (laughs) First of all, because Adam was able to name all the animals. They couldn't. Yeah, but no person really could. He just was so supernatural. But he was human. He was a special human, but he was human. But had other Nechava not sinned, there would be no people in the imperfect world, and the world would not be imperfect without humans in it. You mean we mess up the world? Yeah, that's it, pretty much. Well, there's no... The animals are not the ones that are sinning. The animals are not the ones that... No, the animals are the ones who need to be elevated to something holy. Because they're not holy. What makes them holy? If you use them for a mitzvah, if you make a so bracha on them... So many animals that we never ever like have anything to do with. Yeah. It doesn't have to be every individual animal. If you make a bracha on wheat... All the wheat in the world becomes holier. Wheat, well, take, I don't know. You make a bracha on, on, on meat, all the animals in the world become Even holier. Even if they're not kosher? Hmm? Even if they're not kosher? No, you don't make a bracha. No, no the unkosher animals have the Oh, the non-kosher animals are elevated by, by not eating them, by refusing them. But what if they're not, like, certain meat is not, nobody eats them, they're not... 
Yeah, and there, and there are certain parts of every animal you don't eat. So I'm saying, no, there are those animals that you never have anything to do with, so why, how are they elevated? It's a complicated process. Animals eat grass. Human beings don't eat grass. But when the animal eats the grass, and the grass becomes part of the animal, and then the human being eats the animal, so he's elevating the grass also. But we're not eating the animal. Because One animal eats another. But nothing eats a lion. Huh? Nothing. <laughs> nothing eats a lion? A lion, right? That's lion. No, lions are because we have to have a lion on the Arun Kedush. And we have to have a mushroom, you know, Giber Ka'ari. So they exist for different ways that we use it. Like what? Like learning from a, learning from a lion to be strong. So what's the bottom line? The bottom line is the world has been a very ugly, painful place, especially for us. The reason we have to deal with the ugliest things in the world is because it's our job to fix it. So why didn't Adam and Chava refuse to eat from the Eitz Hadas, and by not eating it, that elevates it? Just like when we don't eat treif, that's how we elevate the treif. When we don't eat the treif, it's because we're refusing our Yetzirah. So if you're tempted to do an Aveda and you don't do it, then you're elevating the Aveda. They were not tempted. They didn't have a Yetzirah. So if they simply didn't eat from the Yetzirah, they wouldn't accomplish anything. When you have a Yetzirah for something and you don't do it, then that thing has already served a godly purpose. It helped you get closer to the Ebrishter because you said no to your Yetzirah because that's what the Ebrishter wants. So the Aveda has now made you closer to the Ebrishter. That's why it exists. So somebody asked, let's get to the questions. Somebody asked, I'm from and everything is good, but sometimes I think, you know, well, it'd be nice to check out what's going on over there in the outside world. And is there anything wrong with that? And the answer is, that's a Yetzirah. And if you say no to it, then not only are you fixing the Aveda that you're not doing, you're fixing the Yetzirah. Because now the Yetzirah has a purpose, and you're fulfilling the purpose of the Yetzirah. The Yetzirah's job is to tempt you, and you say no. So when you say no, that's it. You've accomplished. If you don't have any Yetzirah, then you're, then you're not accomplishing. Let's go one, one at a time here. And we'll do this quickly. I know all about the beauty of Jewish from Chassidish life. I understand it too, and I believe in it. But sometimes I just wish that I could have a day to just try out the secular world and to do... Uh, all the things that I know are wrong. Oh, it's going to take a, lot, a long time to do all the things you know are wrong. <laughs> that could take years. I won't ever do it, but the desire is there. How wrong is that? 
It's not wrong at all. Bubby, Chava, <laughs> chose that for you. That you should have a Yetzirah and you should want to do all these terrible things. And did she know that it would take 5,776 years? Probably. Probably. Yeah, she did. She wasn't, she wasn't, she wasn't intimidated. Well, it's 5,000 years before, before you turn around, it's over. <laughs> I tell you a story about this guy who was a very Heimish, Chsidish, Frimayid. And just one night he decided, I wonder what it's like in the Freya world. So he shaved off the payas and he shaved off the beard and he took off the capote and he took off the hat and he took off and he got dressed up in modern clothes and he went to a nightclub. When he went out, came out of the nightclub, he was walking across the street and he got hit by a truck and he died. So he comes up to Shamayim and he says to the Ebishta, I've been good all my life. For fifty years I've been good. One night, one, one night, I went to the nightclub to see what it's like. You have to run me over with a truck? <laughs> so, so the Abisha says, wait a minute, Mendel? I didn't recognize you. <laughs> one night, I just want to check it out. The fact that you want to is perfect. And when you don't do it, that's a mitzvah. If you want to support It's Good to Know in the work of Rabbi Manus Friedman, please visit itsgoodtoknow.org forward slash support to join the community. This is the Ideas That Change the World podcast with Rabbi Manus Friedman, changing your life for the better, one idea at a time. Like it, share it, and leave us a review. Tune in next week for more ideas that change the world. Let's change the world.